Good day and welcome to another B2B exclusive. Our guest today is Leslie Chong, Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director at Imugene. Imugene trades on the Australian Stock Exchange under the ticker IMU. Good morning, Leslie. Thank you for joining us today on B2B interviews. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. Leslie, I thought you might begin with a brief introduction and overview of the company. Sure. So Imugen is a biotech company. We're headquartered in Australia. However, we have clinical trials worldwide. We have three platforms and uh, they're all in immuno-oncology, meaning we allow your immune system to go after a certain cancer target. Okay, certainly very interesting. Expand, if you would, a bit more on some of these core technologies and therapies and give us a better sense for where you are today in terms of studies, trials, approvals, etc. Sure. So we have three platforms, as I said earlier, and the platforms are what we call Oncarlytics. It's an oncolytic virus that expresses these uh, proteins called CD19. So when you combine it with CAR T, it's a mega um, you know, booster to your immune system as well as your virus destroying the solid tumors. And it's all about uh, obliterating uh, solid tumors with our Oncarlytics platform. And then we also have CF33, the Oncolytic virus platform. So off those, there's two constructs. There is check back, and we call this an arm virus because it has a PDL1 transgene that's currently in triple negative breast cancer. And we are currently screening patients, and we're due to have um, patients on into the uh, clinical trials very soon. And then the parental virus, Vaccinia, we're also racing towards an FDA IND such that we can start the trial. Our other platform, our B-cell immunotherapy, they're well into the clinic with our Hervax, finishing out a phase two and starting two to three other clinical trials off that in gastric cancer. And then we have our PD-1-Vax, which is currently in non-smell cell lung cancer, and we're interrogating the, the recommended phase two dose in phase one. So that's the highest dose before we go on to other combination or phase twos. Well, the company certainly on the move now and gaining momentum. As we look at the current pipeline at a high level, educate us a bit more in terms of the potential you see within your total addressable markets. So I think it addresses the question of solid tumors. So with especially with our Oncarlytics, the CF33 with CD19, currently a CD19-directed CAR-T only uh, addresses hematologic malignancy. So that's roughly about 10% of cancers. We're now looking at looking at something like that in, uh, in solid tumors in that we express a validated target within the solid tumor called CD19. And now you can combine a CD19 directed CAR T that was only for hematologic diseases that gave something like 60 to 90% um, response or curative rate in hematologic diseases to solid tumors. Now, solid tumors have never seen that level of response before, so we're highly you know, anticipating that this will uh, give a lot of uh, relief to solid tumor patients. And then with our oncolytic virus, the, uh, the way we look at this is that 
simply put, the virus infiltrates into every solid tumor. It has a, a virulent hate for anything malignant cells. It multiplies at an accelerated rate. And with our check back, it gives a payload of a PDL1 to the exact target of need. And as I said, we're about to dose patients any, um, any, any moment now. And then with the vaccinia virus, I think that could be addressed in various different solid tumors because it infiltrates into any malignant cells. And in combination with checkpoint inhibitors, I think that's gonna be a powerful combination. The B cell immunotherapies, that platform is fooding lots of data that we'll be publishing across many of the major cancer conferences, and that's addressing gastric cancer as well as non-small cell lung. We love the B-cell immunotherapies because of the safety profile that is already shown in the clinic, and also it, it adds itself or it, it presents itself in well to combination therapies, and, and we already have clinical data. So Leslie, let's change gears now. How extensive is the company's IP and patent portfolio? Our patent portfolio and our IP is quite extensive. All of them go out to 2037 to 2038. And what that means is that we have plenty of time to develop our product. And then if a pharmaceutical company were to take us on, they have plenty of time to market the products. Now, how is the company presently positioned in terms of strategic partnerships and alliances? And will the company, in fact, look to M&A activities moving forward in the near to midterm? That's our ultimate strategy. We are in advanced conversations with several different partnerships in terms of supply agreements. And that's sort of the initial start of partnership and collaboration. We're already in collaboration and partnership with Cellularity. We're looking for, uh, we're having conversations with several other CAR-T companies. And then for our B-cells, we're in advanced conversations for partnership across um, all of those uh, particular constructs and technologies. So what is it then that is so unique about Imugene? What is it that defines and differentiates this company from others in the industry? We have an, a, a wide portfolio, an extensive portfolio and pipeline. It's uh, more shots on goals, of course. The way we work is to work with your immune system in a way that uncovers what has happened to your cancer. Over the years, it has been allowed to mutate for various different reasons. And what we, uh, what all our products do is really uh, infiltrate into those solid tumors and also allow your immune system to finally right the wrong that your biology has caused over the years. Now, what can you tell us about this present board and management team at Immugene? We're fortunate that we have experienced industry leaders uh, on our board, and they have uh, fortunately taken things to bench to bedside. So many of our board members have taken a product all the way from early development to market. Uh, I myself have four products that I've taken literally from bench to bedside. So, so it's nice to have a board that understands what early development um, in, a, in, a, in a company like ours to uh, develop the product. 
Our management group is quite experienced at clinical development and executing on protocols. So it's a, it's a wonderful mix of expertise above and then experts and experienced uh, leaders in the field um, managing the clinical trials. So Leslie, briefly in closing, let's recap if you would leave us with a few quick points here. Why should investors consider a long-term position in Imugene? That's easy. Uh, we have the people that will get us there, highly experienced and industry experts in management and on the board of directors. We're, we have an incredible uh, productive chairman, Paul Hopper, who has not only founded Imugene, but many other companies, but has experienced uh, out-licensing out biotech companies and um, previously. Imugene has three platforms and various clinical trials already in the clinic and with close to eight to nine studies uh, in the clinic by end of 2022. So many shots on goals. We have an extensive patent life, which translates into a long runway of clinical development, even longer life of marketing. We have a strong cash balance to deliver across all our platforms and achieve our clinical goals. And I always say this, but I strongly believe that if you lead with science and good science, your value of money will follow. Well, that is certainly a very exciting story. Leslie, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for joining us on B2B Interviews. Thank you so much for having me. Our guest today has been Leslie Chung, Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director at Imugene. Imugene trades on the Australian Stock Exchange under the ticker IMU.